Hi folks, Justin here. Welcome to the Deceptively Clever Podcast. My friend John and I met many years ago at university, and now we call each other once a week to lie about historically significant objects. It works like this. One person gives the other an object to type into their internet search engine of choice. They are only allowed to look at images, no peeking in the articles or captions. The first person then introduces the thing before giving three key statements about the object. One of these statements is a complete lie. I'm sure you can guess what comes next. We keep score, and I'm winning. Is my love of trees known? No, I'm only joking. <laughs> oh, I do love trees. There you go, you actually ruined your... I just, I haven't really learned the, the names of any trees. I had a girlfriend who would walk around and be like, what's that one? What's that one? What's that one? And she knew them all. But then I realised she only asked the questions related to trees that she knew. She knew about six trees. <laughs> but like, yeah, she just picked every single one of those trees. Loves, oh. She loves an oak tree, and therefore any oak tree she sees. Yeah, I'm, I was getting really sad by the middle of our relationship. I didn't know any tree names. To be honest, I didn't learn the six that she told me. Japanese cherry blossom. There we go. Oh, boom. Straight out there. Straight out the pocket. Cue the podcast. My search engine is ready. Okay. We're doing centurion. Centurion. You need spelling. And you need to put tree after it. Centurion tree. You do not want the Roman general. I am looking at a very tall tree. Big tall tree, yes. So what we've got here, John, is the tallest eucalyptus tree in the world, but it's the tallest flowering plant in the world. Oh, I like it. <laughs> this is native, well, it's native to Tasmania and some other irrelevant places that we don't really need to talk about much. We've, we've got some numbers. There's a lot of numbers. Oh, here we go. It, it's got... It's got Fascinating. So, yeah, so 2008, a man climbs Centurion with a tape. He drops the tape. He gets 99.6 metres. We're going to progress in the metric system. Sorry to everyone, I just think your alternative <laughs> system is terrible. I agree. 99.6. Not quite 100. That's infuriating. It continues to, to get measured. 2014, tape again, 99.82 metres. 2016, two years later, 99.67. It's gone down in two years. How's that even what? possible? Don't, don't know. 2018, they go up with a laser. No, they don't. They go up with a reflector thing and they stick a laser at the base. 100.5, we get to the 100. Century on the tree is more than 100 metres tall. Get in. It would be the tallest plant in the world, except there are some trees in California that grow which are bigger. I don't know, there's one that's 115. Not relevant because it doesn't flower. Not very exciting. <laughs> We're a podcast that uses the metric system and loves a flowering tree. You could say no more truer statement than those two together. <laughs> um, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good tree. I haven't been to the tree. It's in a part of Tasmania that I don't get to as often as I might like. But uh, it's cool. There's some other ones nearby that are big. There's another 86.5 one which also has a name, Traerius. Don't know why we name all of our trees that are big. Got some theories, but I'm glad that we do. Uh, there are 16 other trees in Tasmania that are more than 90, but none that are over 100. Centurion's the only over 100 tree. Wow. Yeah, and I think it's the only one outside of California. So the rest of the world, 
Like if we just pretended California didn't exist and there would be a lot of good reasons to do that, this would be the biggest tree in the world. I have a question, but I'm going to wait for after your statements because I'm worried it's going to be one of your statements. So <laughs> I'll okay. hold off for now. <laughs> to be honest, I've got so much extra information just in case you do ask questions, which I'm going <laughs> to leave and we'll go with the statements if you like. Are yes, you ready for statement good. one? I am. Okay, so in 2008, which was the seminal, most important measurement, an environmentalist protester climbed up the tree, having heard that it was going to be measured, with some ropes, and he basically tied branches together, trying to make it grow a little bit taller at the top, because he thought if it was over 100, it would be an easier marketing cell to get it protected. <laughs> so big long <laughs> statement, but the, the, the key of the statement is the protester climbed it in 2008 to try and make it bigger. Yeah, okay, I got that. Do you want to hear statement two? I do. Okay. It's not actually named Centurion because it's 100 metres tall. It was the 100th documented tree ever that's over 100. Interesting. Problem is, I'm, I'm listening to these thinking they're all true, so I'm just interested, but I need to work out a lie. Uh, go on, statement three. Statement three. It's also been called the Don Bradman of trees, which is... <laughs> it being named after a cricketer who averaged almost 100 runs in his cricketing career. So this was at a time when it was 99.6 metres. Um, so the Don Bradman of trees, which if you were a tree and we're going to sort of colloquially be known as anything, I would go with Don Bradman of trees. <laughs> yeah, it's a good nickname. Like basically says I'm the best tree ever. <laughs> Joe, I was right though. My, uh, my question was going to be, did they name it? the centurion before or after they measured it so statement two has dealt with that <laughs> but this is an excellent object well yes oh good i'm glad you like the tree because could, this could have gone either way yeah it's it's just massive i'm also trying to i'm also trying to think in my head just like picture 100 meters and that's that's long 100 meters straight up like i've seen some big big trees i haven't seen anything that would come close to this i don't think yeah, hundred. Yeah, that's massive. What's the tallest tree in the world? Then is that in America? Yeah, one hundred and fifteen point seven meters. I think. Yeah, point seven two. Oh, so it's got a way to go then. It's got a way to go. Do you want to hear more about the species, which is getting proper deep, or do you have more relevant questions? I'd like to hear a little bit more about the species before I ask questions. Okay, so Eucalyptus regnans. Um, it's known as the third largest, third largest species, which made me wonder, how do you decide what the largest species is? Like, do you just take the biggest, or do you take some averages? I dispute why this is the third, considering it's the, the second tallest tree. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it's a species that grows really quickly in its first 22 years, so it probably gets halfway up in its 22nd to 25th year, and then it slows down a lot. It requires good sunlight, so you can see this one's kind of on its own. It got yeah. lucky, that's what that's why it's big. There's a beautiful the, blue sky in this picture I'm looking at. There's a few Oops. oversaturated photos, yeah. But it cuts a striking figure in the horizon, I reckon. So yeah, it likes wet forests, it likes moisture in the ground and sunlight, obviously. So once you get a bunch of them close together, they have to fight for the sunlight and moisture, which can slow it down pretty quickly. So whether this one will get to 115 if humans don't chop it down is questionable. So are the forestry practices in Tasmania. I'll probably say no more because people will come for me. 
<laughs> I think it sounds like we're sponsored by the Tasmanian Tourist Board because you're making this tree sound very appealing. Look, we're not, but Tasmanian Tourist Board, if you are listening, yeah. I will accept money for pretty much anything right now. I've been going pretty hard on wine photos, but I'm happy to swap over to trees. I will accept a holiday to Tasmania. Ah, this is now the whole goal of the podcast. Get John to Tasmania (laughs) and have a pilgrimage to the Centurion Tree. Oh, yes. I've got a few friends who would be up for that. I have a question for you, then. Good. How old is this tree? Well, that's not really how big trees work. So, it's... We have a program where big trees are identified and measured because conspiracy theory incoming you're not allowed to cut down certain species of trees over certain heights i actually don't know what the allowed height for the eucalyptus regnans is and whether it's been published but the reason they measured it was because it was so big and i don't know if you can accurately guess the age of a tree without chopping it down oh yeah because you have to count the rings don't you Count the rings. I yeah, I did a lot of reading. This was a tree I was somewhat familiar with previously, and I don't know of its age. However, if you have another question or anything else, I will do some clicking because I'm just going to assume that it's an old tree. Really, yeah, we're talking really like hundred plus years minimum. Well, could be less than a hundred. Be very satisfying if just everything about this tree was because it was over a hundred. So the actual story of this tree is it's grown in what's called a secondary forest which is a forest that grows after you go through and fell the big ones that's why oh, yeah. it's standing out in the middle of nowhere they don't normally look like that oh. so a long long time ago when forestry was forestry is kind of the reason lots of tasmania got settled there's some really valuable timber and they grow really straight so they were good for ship masts is that the word yeah so this one's not old growth. Tasmania has a much stronger aversion to cutting down old growth. This one's secondary growth. The only reason we're not chopping this one down is because it's tall. So ah, yes. yeah, theoretically we could go and find out exactly when this specific site was logged, but that does not appear on the internet. Oh, I'm happy with that back story to this tree. Okay. I'm a big fan of it. Is all I'm going to say. Good. Good. <laughs> More fans for... Cent- Maybe Centurion needs an Instagram page. Oh, I'm sure. So this environmentalist is probably on it. Which brings me back to statement one. I would like to know what his name... What, was it him? Yep. Michael Andrews. Michael Andrews. I don't know a huge amount about him, but he... <laughs> I think, I don't know, he's, I think he's like 58. He was quite young when the real Greens movement happened in Tasmania, which was over some dams that the, basically the power company in Tasmania was more influential than the state government. Like, boy, I could go, I could get attacked for a lot of things on this episode so far. <laughs> the state government and the power company were going to dam an incredibly significant river one of the most beautiful places in the world, and it had significance for Australia's first people. They were going to dam it, and but that's why the Greens Party really took off. They tried to stop it. So this guy was involved in that, and I think he just never really, never really stopped, stopped the fight. I'm trying to like, really sort of tear apart your argument, and so far Michael Andrews is a very boring name. So yeah, I'm okay. really, 
<laughs> have, you, have you been to Tasmania? We haven't. I'll give you a tip on Tasmania. Not a huge amount of cultural diversity, and there are only so many combinations of UK originating names. Yeah, okay, yeah. So there's You're quite right, though. It's not, it's not the most interesting name. Just to, I'm trying to think if maybe you've made it up. Um, so, was he arrested then for tying up this tree? No. It actually wasn't discovered until after they'd done the measurements and it wasn't, it wasn't effective. <laughs> well, so they just climbed up this tree, saw that there was loads of ropes and branches stuck together. No, he went back up and cut the ropes. So he's like, his idea was to train the branches to go taller. Like, you know how if you restrict a pot plant, it grows towards the sun? Yeah. So his idea was to, like, do it and, and put it up. But then, so what I like to imagine is amongst the community, it became known, there was this heroic thing and everyone was wondering whether it was going to make a difference. So, so they must have done preliminary research to know it was really close to 100. So this was a, this not, was a, this was a long-term thing that this man was doing? Not, no, you only needed a few centimetres. Yeah, but surely I reckon if, you, that, if you're tying a tree up to like train the branches to grow up, it's going to take a while. You only need a branch to sit slightly at a higher angle. Like, just think about getting eighteen centimeters at the top of at the top of a tree that's a hundred meters tall. You don't need a lot of improvement. They must have done. I didn't think about this. They must have done historical. They must have done some kind of survey, and then they were doing the official measure in two thousand and eight. Well, I think your argument's falling apart. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to tell say that one's a lie and then just get it wrong. <laughs> Follow along with, with track history. Yeah, I didn't think about it. So I reckon the they must have had a good idea how close it was going to be. So he's gone up there, trained up. They're actually not that hard to climb because they're so straight. You can just use those trains, I think, because they all measure these trees all around the world with tape measures. They just send a person up. Yeah. So trained them in the hope that it would just sit a little bit further upright and then just went and took the ropes off before. I'm now wondering whether this is like a... a like, you know how people climb mountains and stuff? I'm wondering whether tree climbing is a thing. Oh, definitely, yeah. I'm wondering if Michael Andrews just has a real... If he loves trees so much, maybe he just has a really good eye for a tall one. And he's going, I bet that's almost 100. I bet I could help it get over 100. And it just so happened they were measuring it the next week. That would be awfully coincidental. I'd love that if he was just like, that's a tall one. I'm going to help it. I imagine... Yeah, well, no. But imagine if he didn't know that they were going to measure it and it just so happened. So his motivation was to do it so that it would more likely be preserved. Well, yeah, we always have... The const, there is a constant battle in Tasmania where the forestry companies and workers want to chop more trees down and environmentalists are like, once you chop this tree down, you don't get to do it ever again. And that has been basically the foundation of Tasmanian politics for a long, long time. There are people who don't want anything other than forestry or mining jobs and there are people like me who live around the coast, either are unemployed or receive slightly less physical income, let's say. <laughs> and yeah, it's a common debate. It's probably no surprise which side I fall down on. <laughs> but so we've had so many. The, the reason I said that and get arrested, we've had people chain themselves to trees more times than I can count. People go up and build platforms around these trees and just live up there for months. And other people climb the tree and take them food as protests. I would be surprised if right now there isn't something happening in some part. Like they will, there have been people go and destroy the forestry roads. They never go to jail. They go to jail for a couple of nights. It's politically not a, not sensible to go too hard at these people because then you just end up with a bigger 
community uproar. Wow, so there's like a, there's a civil civil war in Tasmania around the protection of trees. Oh, there's been so so many things, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think. So. The last time was very recent, and the most recent political most recent uh, election that we had, they tried to basically call that kind of thing terrorism. Not literally, but they the right leaning parties tried to make it a much worse deal for the person caught preventing such industry. I will say that this is making me believe this statement because I've seen a lot of people get angry about trees. I'll take, no matter what you think about this particular thing, that whole lot of stuff was very true. Yeah, yeah, I, I can believe that. And I can believe that someone would climb up a tree to just get it that little bit taller just to help it if they thought that that would help and respect him to be honest imagine the view from up there oh yeah i bet he just wanted to see the view and just made up our story to justify going up again and again 100 meters up you can see a lot of stuff a lot of the tops of trees yeah right this is, i'm going to move on to statement two now so that yes. i can get so this was that it was named Centurion because it was the 100th documented tree, not because it's over 100 metres. Yeah, or ironically funny that it was close. My problem with that statement is I feel like there'd be a lot more documented trees. Yes, we've been cutting down trees for a long time. When was it documented as the 100th tree? They did that in 2008. When they measured it the first time? Oh, no been measured before but the 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 official the reason we have the documentation oh i see hmm. that seems a, this is a little bit too convenient for me the documenting of trees is probably a little bit more specific now they kind of did it in the past for fun and they wanted to know <laughs> how big they were i wouldn't say that they were keeping records what, what, i also wouldn't what an excellent yes. pastime documenting trees Come on, unfortunately kids. it's usually the people that chop them down oh sad it's almost like how big was the head of the moose that you shot. <laughs> That's a good comparison, actually. Just people with big rings of trees on their walls instead of moose yeah. heads. Oh. Look, if you did chop it down, you would want a ring, wouldn't you? Just a huge dining table of the, the tallest tree ever. Yeah, just inviting people around and going, check out that coffee table. Guess what? I took, cut that down. <laughs> I get that. If you're doubting this one, I've just got one extra addition to it. Oh, excellent, God. It's not just... It isn't just that it was the 100th tree, that it was 100 metres tall. They call it... Well, they call them the noble trees. Ooh, I like... So there's 100 noble trees? There's a, well, there are probably more now, but there were oh, 100 yeah, yeah. noble trees, yeah. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool, actually. You see that over there, son? That's a noble tree. And it would need a cool name like Centurion if it was a, a noble tree, wouldn't it? Oh, imagine the stress. If you're going to do the 100th, you'd want it to be a good name. You kind of have to go with Centurion. Oh, definitely, yeah. And then they're like, I bet it's almost 100 metres. Let's get up there. Look, we've, we've, we've picked an absolute winner of a name there. Wouldn't you be hoping it was 100 on the spot? Yeah. This is my other thing. Do you know how small a curve you would need in a tape measure that's 100 metres tall to just add? What did they need to add? Point four. Yeah, they should have just measured it on a windy day so that the tape measure's blowing a little bit. And then you sort it. 40 centimetres? Yeah. 
I bet when it was when they measured it in 2018, it was absolutely howling wind. 2018's less disputable because that was a laser. But interestingly, the Californians oh. don't use lasers for their official ones. They consider the tape more accurate, which I think kind of puts the 2018 105 100.5 in a little bit of dispute like I want someone to go back up there with a tape and come back down with 100.5 even though I know how lasers work on a level of precision maybe it's like a romantic notion in the tree measuring game you've got yeah. to get up there with a the tape if you really want this to count you've got to carry that tape all the way up yeah like you have to earn that measurement but at the top there's only one guy with the tape presumably yeah I guess you want him at the top. You don't want him to know. You want him carrying the zero end of the tape because you don't want him to have the opportunity to look and go. Well, yeah, of course, course, because he'd be dropping it down and it would like unfurl from that point, wouldn't it? Yeah, and then he he could look and he could just pull it a bit. Oh, hang on, guys. Just going a little bit higher. Over. And they say, (laughs) okay, over. And he says, all right, measure now. Over. Like, oh, yeah, got it. Oh, no, I'm measuring. That's right. Oh, what do you know? 100. Excellent. Like, yeah, they're like, Let's go. They're like, it's 99.8. Oh, hang on. There's another branch. 105. Yeah. Oh, I found a bigger one. <laughs> yes. Um, there's, there's opportunities for dodginess on both sides of that scale. Either way, I think I'd trust the laser more. Me too. I, I think that we should do it by laser. And I think forestry people shouldn't do it. <laughs> you think it should be an amateur? Uh, independent panel. They can have one person. The environmentalists can have one person. And then we'll just get someone in from... The Guinness World Book of Records, because they have to be very honest. No, don't like those. Don't like them. <laughs> I don't get... I don't, no. It's all for television, mate. <laughs> I don't believe I in the authenticity was... of Guinness, is what I'm saying. I wondered who you were saying who you don't like then, and I was like, oh, we've stumbled on something here. I'll just say I don't like it, an organisation... I'll put an organisation under the under scrutiny and say I don't like organisations. And there's a big long list if you want to make a podcast about that. We can go through them one by one. The individual people for Guinness, I'm sure they're lovely. They all seem to be very serious and good at their jobs, I just think. So the whole concept is a, is a load of rubbish. Yeah, we've outsourced record keeping to a company that needs to sell books. No thanks. Oh, fascinating. Here we go, another conspiracy an, an, theory. An independent record keeping organisation right we get no, that's all we'll get we'll get someone from the Royal Society London to come out and measure every time we need a tree measure that's that's the only way to do it there we go we're going to send an email in the morning to head fair. librarian Keith and say Keith Keith Andrews is it no I don't know Keith's <laughs> last name right we're getting sidetracked I'm going to move on to statement three now yes <laughs> before we talk more about the Guinness World Book of the sports, the sports reference for this section of the podcast. So the sports reference is that it was Nate, that it's also called Dan Bradman. Don, you don't know who Don Bradman is. Don Bradman, even, who is the best cricketer ever. Hmm. Well, I can't say that. His last tour of England, he needed four runs in the final test. I think it was at the Oval. He went out and got bowled first ball. Scored no runs. Famously didn't average 100. 99.96. An excellent average for a test match since has been 50. Some of the all-time greats have been 60. He was basically 100, so he was undoubtedly the best cricketer ever. 
He is a bit like the Centurion tree then, whereas his average is just a little bit lower than what everyone else wants it to be. I like for you, and literally nobody in Tasmania, Centurion is the reference point to say Don Bradman is kind of like Centurion. You would have had to say, for me, this, for this statement to make sense for you from now on, I would have had to say to you, Don Bradman is the Centurion of cricketers. No one else in the world, no one else in the world would suggest Centurion is more famous than Don Bradman. <laughs> I like the way you operate. I like the respect you are giving this tree. <laughs> well, I mean, that one achieved its goal, didn't it? Um, <laughs> sorry, Don Bradman. Um, also, he's speaking to some more from England, so it's when he's speaking about Australian cricket. It's in my blood to dislike it. I think Bradman transcends anyone's dislike of other countries. That's fair. He's, like, so good that... He, it's irrelevant. You One of the most famous him. images in cricket is of an English newspaper. You know the banners they put out the front of stores to get you to buy the paper? And yeah. It's just Brad, Bradman versus England. <laughs> yeah, then he got balled out. No, he, yeah, but they won. The, no one is going to suggest that England ever had one over Bradman, except perhaps in the Bodyline series when the English implored deplorable tactics. <laughs> And managed to win. But I'll say no more on that. When This is about trees, after all. <laughs> um, has it always been known as the Don Bradman of trees? I mean, it's when a line it... on Wikipedia. It's a line on Wikipedia that says, alternatively known as the Bradman of trees. and says the height. That's interesting. So, so, it's like, it's a throwaway comment that you found about this tree. What's well, it? true thing like it is known as it but <laughs> he it's says not <laughs> yeah but it's not they didn't carve it into the tree that would have been wrong <laughs> yeah that would be a bit rude wouldn't it i don't follow through on references to statements unless i think they are questionable i mean it's hard to sort of dissect this statement anymore because we know about don bradman now i've learned my cricket yep. lesson for the day and yep, you can see why it works, 99, 99. Yeah, it's like, there you go. I mean, there's nothing particularly to unpick about it. Ah, so now you're unhappy with my statement. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a lovely statement. A lovely statement, yeah. I'm really worried. So, yeah, it's... I mean, you, the other ones had a fair bit in them. Yeah. <laughs> there was you're a fair bit in that pack, so... Coming out with all the cricket references. Tidying it up. It makes me worried that it's so simple that it is a lie and that I'm going to be furious about it. But that's okay. Uh, we can discuss that after, if you like, and explain Yeah. Explain how that works. Ah, screw it. I don't care about the score. <laughs> Let's says, imagine that everything was so good and I had to come up with a lie. He says sweating. I could see how this one would be the one that came up, I came up with. Yeah. Are you ready to guess? Yeah, I think I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I, I like I like I like statement one. I think that the everything sort of comes together nicely for that one. I think someone would climb that tree and do something a bit mad to try and get it up there because I want it to be over 100 meters, and I was very happy when you told me that in 2018 it was over 100 meters. Lasers are more accurate than tape measures. I'm establishing that now. Um, um, type that down. Podcast <laughs> pro technology 
in measuring trees. Yes, continue. So we like a flowering tree, we like the metric system, and we prefer technology to tape measures. You and I were meant to be friends, I think. <laughs> we're learning a lot. I was meant though. to spend that semester abroad, even though it was harder work than it would have been at home. It was winter, <laughs> and I had to go home just, just so that we could find common ground on trees, trees and, and Ali, McGre <laughs> Ali McGregor covers in jazz. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was, that was excellent. Um, and then statement two, I'm doubting. I will not lie. Because I think that... I think that it's... there's Surely there's more trees that documented before that time in 2008. Surely there's more noble trees. There's a lot of trees and there's a lot of nice ones. So I think I'm doubting that one the most because I think that as I said before, statement three is just so simple and makes such logical sense that I'm just positive that that's probably true as well. So for the first time, I'm feeling quite confident and I can't wait for you to ruin my day. And I'm going to say that statement two is the lie. Two is the lie. John, I would never try and ruin your day, but statement two is not the lie, no. <laughs> Ah, oh, excellent. Perfect. It is. Yeah. I think Stephen Andrews might be a real person in politics, but earlier in the week... Stephen, Andrews wasn't, Stephen Andrews wasn't the name you said. Oh, that was Michael Andrews, <laughs> yeah. No! Oh, yeah, I didn't... God I remember sake. thinking, oh, I need to come up with a name and a backstory for this guy because John is going to say, what's the guy's name? And I looked at my computer today and I had all my facts there and I didn't need the facts because I was so excited about the tree. And it didn't even occur to me to reinforce the lie. And even as I read the lie, I didn't think there's any problems here well, you, because you, you, you it's such a good story. It by saying that, you made me believe it by saying that everyone has a boring name in Tasmania, which is very true. We do. I think Stephen Andrews was the leader of the Liberal Party in South Australia when I was at university there. Yeah, but who's Michael Def Andrews? Stop saying Stephen Andrews. Michael Andrews is nobody. I think I might have decided <laughs> he was going to be called Michael at some point earlier, and then I just went with a, a name. Andrews. Oh, I feel absolutely... Oh. I, you told me it was going to be a lie before we even got to the next two statements. You basically said, I doubt this. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, of course you doubt it, because I don't even know what I'm talking about. But then you placed it... Then, then, I had to, then I had to justify that he went back up and got the ropes, and I'm like, bugger. I remember thinking that I was going to say that, that they found the ropes when they were up there, and they couldn't figure out what the ropes were for, and then they speculated the ropes were there to make it taller. But I forgot all that. I'm so angry at myself because I feel like I was actually doing quite a good job of unpicking that lie and then I've just completely ignored it and gone, oh no, no, you've convinced me now. Like, that's pathetic on my, that's pathetic on my uh, side there, definitely. I'm fuming. For anyone who watches any of my content, this won't be the last we see of tall trees. <laughs> the fire is back in me. Oh, uh, also a good point on this. The trees do not respond to bushfires well because they don't have the ability to shoot out of the roots which is how most trees recover quite quickly after fire in Tasmania. So it's a species of trees that fares very, very badly under fire, and we're very lucky that this one survived bushfires nearby. Little fact for you. That is, that is a good little fact. Thank you for that. Hmm. You're welcome. So at this point, you remain on zero. I'm so annoyed about that because... Ugh, I don't know stupid, what to say to you, mate. Stupid Michael Andrews. I can't believe you didn't say Don Bradman was wrong, but also I guess it's completely plausible because it's true. 
Yeah, that one's And true. it probably only took... <laughs> like, I looked up the reference while we were talking on why it's called the Don Bradman of Trees, and it's just like, just it says the same thing. It's also called the Don Bradman of Trees. Except I know full well in Tasmania that's exactly what people would write in every byline in the paper whenever they talk about it. So, of course, it's that's that's real. It's on the I'm, internet. Couldn't be wrong. I'm just sat here seething and just angry at myself, but... I'm kind of like rocking side to side, tapping my arms on the chair, kind of like a TikTok dance, like, I've got another <laughs> one. God, it's so annoying. I'm already feeling mm. way too competitive, and this isn't even a real thing yet. <laughs> That's only because you're losing. Yeah. Are we going to have to, like, I think we'll have to reset the score once we actually... Oh, uh, I knew you were about to say that. Publish it Are properly. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I thought that's there as a, a hook for like anyone that didn't want to listen. Anyone who got into a little intro bit about Michaela and decided that wasn't for them because yeah. they don't know Michaela. Like if they knew how good Michaela was, they'd stick around, but they don't.